Wake up, Lo-Fi Nation. It's another Good News Friday. And welcome, everyone, to the Lo-Fi Poly Sci Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Pickering. That's right, Lo-Fi's in low-fidelity, low-quality, in-your-face, messy-as-can-be global news show. Here we're going to talk about that famous question. What's going on in the world today? And it's everyone's favorite day of the week. That's right, it's another Good News Friday. Now, straight to the goodness. Coming from the entertainment and arts section of the BBC. BBC issues staff with new social media guidance. And what do we have here? None other than a news corporation telling its employees not to show their political ideology online. Additionally, employees will have to publicly disclose any money they make outside of the BBC itself. This seems a bit like corporate censorship, or a corporation trying to make itself look more non-biased. Come on now, BBC. Everyone knows there's no such thing as an unbiased media. Just embrace it like we do here. Now our next one is a bit of a surprise for you, and I mean that in a double entendre kind of way. See if you get what I mean. The sports section of the AP. Mike Tyson, Roy Jones, promise a fight and exhibition return. Now this being a sports story for you, I had to do quite a bit of googling in order to see what all this really meant. So Mike Tyson I knew from being famous when I was a kid. He had a Nintendo game that I was quite fond of. Other than that, I knew nothing. Roy Jones Jr., I had not known of. Tyson is 54 years old and hasn't fought since 2005. Jones is 51 years old and hasn't fought since 2018. And next month, the two are going at it in an exhibition match. Oh yeah. And yes, I had to look up what an exhibition boxing match meant as well. And from my interpretation of the readings, it means a boxing fight for no other reason than to make money. But who knows, maybe I'm wrong. Write in and tell me your thoughts. Or write in and tell me if you were a fan of Nintendo games too. And now moving forward because we never move on from anything, but sticking with the sports news, we have one from Reuters. World Series sets new ratings low. That's right, apparently the last World Series game hit its lowest viewership last night with only 9.8 million people watching. I didn't even know the World Series started or who was in it. I read here though that the Los Angeles Dodgers won it, even though I thought they were in Brooklyn or something like that. But you'd expect with global conditions being what they are, that more people would have watched this season finale of baseball. Do they call it that? Or is that just TV shows? I don't know. Write in lo-fi listeners if you're a baseball fan and let us know why people weren't watching the game last night. Now we have a story from the sciencey section of the BBC. Dogs are humans' oldest companions. DNA shows. Now when I read this headline, my first thoughts were, okay, sciencey folk, you have some proving to do for me to buy this. So the story, and spoiler alert, I found it lacking in the headline more of clickbait than anything else. So scientists analyzed the genomes of ancient dogs' remains, 27 to be exact, and compared them to each other as well as dogs that are around today. And what they found is that some current dogs have the genetic markers of ancient dogs. Okay, cool, though not at all surprising. But then the article goes on to talk about why things could be, and adds, but we really don't know, and that's what's so fascinating. You know what's fascinating to me? You make a headline for an article that DNA shows something, and then you write an article that doesn't show me how. Calling all lovers of ancient doggy history. Please write in to Lo-Fi PoliSci and explain what these scientists found that this article doesn't explain. P.S. I am inclined to believe the scientist, if only I'd be able to read what they actually found and how it connects the dots of what this article says it does. 
And alas, piece of news to send you on your way for the day. And you know Good News Friday wouldn't be done right without a story about space. Coming from the science section of the AP, Europe to send modules, astronauts to NASA Moon Station. Whoa, 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 I bet you're asking, what NASA Moon Station are we talking about? How did this happen without me knowing? I know, right? Headlines. Well, they mean the planned moon station called Artemis Getaway that will be a space station that orbits the moon and helps sending people back and forth. The European Space Agency will provide the main living quarters, a module for refueling and communication, and a nice window with a view of the moon. And for all this, what did they get? Three trips and stays at the Artemis Gateway. It's so interesting to me how countries are striking deals for space thingies. And yes, I said space thingies. I mean, realistically, if they want to do some significant star searching in our lifetime, they kind of have no choice. It's simply too expensive for one country to do it all alone. What will be interesting to see in space politics, will space alliances follow the same pattern of Earth alliances? Or will the final frontier lead to new space friends? Just some food for thought. And P.S. The ocean is still a frontier, so space isn't the final frontier. Just saying. And that's a brief snapshot of what's going on in the world today. Stay tuned for Monday's episode of Pickering Unplugged. Always remember that lo-fi poli-sci is more than just me. It's the we that we be. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Wash those hands. And I'll see you on the next episode of the Lo-Fi Poli-Sci Podcast. Pickering, signing off.